You're listening to Kapow, the pop culture podcast. Comics, television, movies, and more. If it impacts fan culture, we have something to say about it. And now, your hosts, Jordan, Cliff, and Seth. Hey, everybody, and welcome back to a brand new episode of Kapow, the Pop Culture Podcast. Uh, we have run out of the episodes we recorded pre-stay-at-home order quarantine. So we are back with you through the Zoom app that a lot of people are using for school and business and pleasure. Look at us. So if you notice audio differences, that's what's happening. But thank you for joining us once again. My name is Jordan Lowe. I'm Cliff Barnes. Seth is at work. He's the only one of us still working. <laughs> but we found somebody else. Yeah. Somebody who we haven't talked to in a while, who we finally got in a room because he's forced to stay home. You remember him as the illustrious one, Mr. Michael K. Easton. Howdy, howdy. How we doing, Michael? I'm alive. I'm alive. I'm alive. <laughs> Well, people may may be wondering if that was the case. I mean, it's probably been a couple of years, I think. Probably, I would say probably about eighteen months. Okay, we just at our two hundredth episode with a lot of our favorite clips. Many of them featured your voice, so we hadn't heard you in a while. But now you're back with us live. How's life going in the world of a pandemic? Well, I'm I'm finally free. I'm a free man. I, I no longer have to push the push them, so <laughs> I, I might be able to appear once in a while on this lovely, beautiful show of yours. Well, it's it's not really. I, I mean, it's all of our shows. If if well, if once pe- upon a time, <laughs> right? Well, if people were you know go back a few years and remember, um. We weren't the Jordan and I and Seth weren't the ones that really start. Well, Jordan did, but you and Jordan started this podcast pretty much uh, as the old so pro pro podcast that we still talk about every now and again. And then you were part. You were a a, a host on Kapow from the get go, and then I think the la- we figured up the la- about the last episode you did was 101 i think i think you did one episode after our big clip first clip show that we did um back in the day at episode 100 well i just knew that that was the best and it wasn't going to get any better so i just left (laughs) you you may be right (laughs) always want more you became very busy with your day job um, a lot of people out there are not having that problem right now. Um, have you been keeping up on pop culture at all? What have you been? Uh, well, I've been with making comics. Yes, I've been hunkered down at the Easton Homestead, drawing like uh, there's no tomorrow because maybe there's not. We don't know at this point. Um, I, I have got a chance to catch up on some shows that I haven't watched in forever. Uh, like I started watching Legion, which that's a whole nother conversation. Um, 
that's pretty much it. Like I've just been drawing and drawing and drawing. I and like to draw. Several of your comics are up on the line for free right now, aren't they? Yes, and I think yours are too. Oh, imagine that. <laughs> You've lost your ability to plug things seamlessly, Michael. You're <laughs> I'm a little rusty here. Uh, let's see. GoProComics.com. We've put several of our all-ages comics up to read for free. You can read the digital editions. No hoops to jump through. You don't have to sign up for anything. You can just click and read them. Right. 100% absolutely coronavirus free. Yeah, because there's there's nothing to handle. There's no paper. We're, you're just reading them on your device now. Because that's how much we love you. Because, I mean, let's face it. Right now, there's no cons or anything that, you know, anybody can go to. So really, that was a pretty smart thing to do because there's nothing, no other way. I mean, unless you were sending them direct mail, I guess. But you know, people can't go down to Asylum Comics right now and pick one up because, you know, we're all in Ohio. Well, we're, we're in Ohio. Michael's right across the river in West Virginia. But we're all on stay-at-home order. And this is the best way to do that is, you know, online now. Yeah, we and, had a I mean, we had a convention scheduled here in a couple of weeks in April in Athens, the Rathacon we were supposed to go to. That's been postponed. We don't really have any other cons planned, so it's going to be a strange year in the So Pro world. <laughs> yeah, because we had looked at Three Rivers Con because we did that last uh, last year, and I was waiting to see because it was in May. It, it might have, you know, got out the past the 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 um quarantine time zone i can't even talk anymore i've just anyway um but they can't just the other day they canceled that and they rescheduled it for next year they're not even pushing it out till later date well i've been wondering because i see so many different events that were scheduled like between now and like june right now and everything's being postponed to, you know, I've seen a lot of August dates and, and October and stuff like that, but I'm like, we can't do everything in like two months. Somebody's going to have to, something's got to give here. Somebody's going to have to start canceling a few things. And we're still not sure where we'll be in two months. Like we right. can optimistically hope August will be fine. Right. And that would be wonderful, but there's still no way to really be sure. So, well, the real reason we brought Michael on here is we want him to tell us everything that's happened to him in the last 18 months. <laughs> I don't think we have enough time for that. Oh man. We do have a 40 minute limit because we're cheapskates and we don't have the pro version. of Zoom. So I've, I've gained some weight. I've lost some weight. Um, I've hurt my back. I've held my back. Um, Got a few more gray hairs, a little less more, a little, little less hair on top. That's pretty much it. Yeah. And, and you're no longer driving the ice cream truck. So, no mo ice cream truck. Yeah. That's kind of what drove Michael away. People is he was in the ice cream truck driving around your neighborhood. Uh, you know,
He's, he doesn't even work for him anymore, and he doesn't want to talk about the company. He didn't want to say a word. <laughs> I'm just so done with that. He's afraid the company will still hear about him badmouthing. Yeah. Okay, that's fine. That's fine. It's it's a uh, time of period that I. Don't You've already really moved on. You're you're yeah, it, light years past that. <laughs> so, well, when typically on the show, whenever we don't have anything else to talk about, we just talk about what we watched. I think. So you said you watched Legion here lately, but the Which big. I, go ahead. I got through season one which it was pretty good i liked it uh it had some pretty strong performances and then season two like completely veered left again and i think i'm about halfway through season two and i'm just i don't know if i feel like i have the time like i obviously have the time but i'm like do i still need to invest into this show because it's not like it's a show that you can be doing anything else at all other than watching this show. Yeah. I didn't watch Legion. Jordan watched it and really did, liked I'm, season one. I'm I'm glad I watched it. It was worth watching, but I said it didn't it didn't amount to anything. There wasn't some amazing payoff it's leading to. It's just a series of cool moments that, you know, every episode has something cool or some neat camera trick or some something I hadn't seen before. But overall I don't think it was a huge success. Now, Is did it, you watch season three too? Oh, I watched everything. Everything. <laughs> yeah, I mean it's it's definitely. I I don't know if I like it or not because there's so much going on. I don't know if I'm watching it just to see what's going to happen next or if I'm actually enjoying it. Are you still watching Riverdale? Is the big question. Well, I was just going to bring that up. Uh, Riverdale adjacent. I have been watching Sabrina, the Teenage Witch on Netflix. I I watched season one, and I just recently picked it back up, and I've been watching the rest of it. Yeah, I watched season one, and then I I dropped off. I couldn't, I couldn't do it. It was too much hell, Satan. Yeah, it it really was. It, uh, that's pretty much what it came down to. I just I felt wrong for even trying to watch it. <laughs> Were you afraid that a demon was going to be summoned? I, I didn't know what was going to happen. I'm waiting for that girl, that ring girl to come through my TV. <laughs> so where did you leave off with Riverdale? Have you watched it at all since? Wow. The last <laughs> thing I can possibly remember. Maybe see when he was in the boxing underground prison thing and then maybe slightly after that when he got freed okay maybe that season probably well i mean in in typical riverdale fashion um not much has changed but like so much has happened since then it's ridiculous sounds about right yeah, so most movies around the world have been delayed. We have no new comics coming out, so TV is basically our only pop culture lifeline here at the moment. Yeah, I, read a few books. I forgot. I forgot 
about reading books that that's happened but no one wants to hear hey, about that. that there's there's something for you asylum comics i have a stack of comics about this big that i have not read and now it's down to maybe that big i finally got to read the doomsday clock got all that caught up which was pretty good i liked it and I think I'm reading the Incred or is it the Immortal Hulk? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, the only thing anybody seems to be talking about right now is Tiger King. Ooh. <laughs> you mean Ronald Trant's cousin? It's not every day that a zookeeper went to prison for murder for hire. There are more captive tigers in the U.S. than there are in the wild throughout the world. Animal people are nuts, man. They're all crazy. I'm sure y'all got a story to tell. Good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. My name's Joe Exotic, and this is Sarge. He was like a mythical character living out in the middle of Oklahoma who owned 1,200 tigers and lions and bears and Come here, love me. <laughs> Matt spoken, good looking, love to party and have fun. I don't think we're done blowing today. I don't think <laughs> you are. They have a heart and a soul and a mind. I've learned from them. But Carol Baskin hates saying, I can't have these tigers. If he ever had an enemy in his life, it was Carol Baskin. Hey, all you cool cats and kittens, it's Carol at Big Cat Rescue. Carol is the Mother Teresa of cats. We will end the private possession of these cats. This is my way of living. And nobody's gonna tell me any otherwise. I I know nothing about this but the memes, so you'll have okay. to. Are you serious? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know where even to begin with this. It's I watched it. I don't it, know where you could. <laughs> I watched Alicia and I watched it. Um, it's been like it feels like over a week ago. Like we we kind of watched it like right when it hit and it became like the the everything of the universe. Yeah, you uh, guys watched it right before right before the lockdown because that uh, that Monday that's when I hurt my back and it was the start of it and that's when I started watching it. Yeah. Okay. So. so it's yeah. a documentary. Yeah. It's kind of documentary a documentary slash reality. He's a real life person. He he's a real well. <laughs> <laughs> he's a real life person that was putting on um, his own. He had a a zoo, and he was putting on his own internet show. Okay, and then which turned into um, a reporter coming along. And starting to film a documentary about him as he was doing these shows. Yeah, he was filming twenty four seven. What, like, because he was helping produce the web shows, and he said, like, he didn't care about that. He knew this was a gold mine, and he was going to sell it as long as he could just shoot video twenty four seven around what was going on. But what we're actually watching is a documentary about the documentary about the reality show. So at one point, most of almost all of the footage for the documentary, the reporter was filming 
burned up in a in a massive fire. That who <laughs> who knows who set that? It could have been a Joe. So, um, but but along with the with the Tiger King, uh, Joe Exotic, we we meet this whole array of insane animal big cat people um from across the country and they are all nuts like <laughs> that's that's really the attraction it, it's just it's it's one crazy person to another crazy person to another crazy person there's no good guy in the entire story like joe is not a good guy um the woman carol baskin you've probably heard that name she's not a good she person killed she killed her husband <laughs> Uh, Doc Antle, the other guy that was, you know, kind of like his mentor at one point, he's not a good dude. Like there, there's, there's a, a small part in the, towards the beginning of it about a guy that was like one of the top drug dealers in the country in the, in the eighties. Um, and, and he has all these big cats now, like trying all that cocaine. Yeah. <laughs> so. Yeah, it, it's just, it, I mean, it's a amazing story by uh, these crazy people and the people, you know, they all have a different type of, um, like, person that works for them or whatever. Like, Joe are just, Joe Exotic has people that are, like, straight out of prison and homeless people, you know, <laughs> and that's your, that's the majority of your story. <laughs> There's at one point where he sets up his own pizza parlor and kind of off to the side, the employees are like, I'm pretty sure this is the spoiled meat from the Walmart food truck. Like some kind of thing that where they would get a bunch of food from Walmart. I assume to feed the big animals. The, the, yeah. I don't, I think most of it was spoiled or something. <laughs> it was that they got a, a trailer full of barrels, big garbage cans of meat because at Walmart, if you pick up, um, meat out of the, the grocery department and you take it off the shelf and then you decide you didn't want it. They, they can't go back on the shelf. So they take that and they just throw it in a big, you know, in, I assume refrigerated area. And there's all this meat, some of it's expired, spoiled and with the stuff that people have touched. And then he would get this big truckload of meat to feed to the cats. Well, the workers, were so poor because he didn't really, he paid them like $150 a week or something. And they would then eat out of the like spoiled meat also. But at, <laughs> at one point, then they were making pizzas for their like guests of the zoo with the spoiled meat. <laughs> like it, The whole thing um, is, it's insane. But let's, it reminds me, I, I was just talking to my brother Jared about this the other day, of no matter what, any any subculture, any weird world like this, like the more power you have in it, the crazier you are. Like if you're the biggest fish in this tiny pond, you go crazy with power. There's uh, one of the Bigfoot shows we have gone to. I won't say which one. There's plenty in Ohio. I, I don't have to say which one. There's multiples in Ohio, so I, I won't say the name of it. But apparently some the two people who had co-founded it had some kind of falling out. And the other one left. 
but the first guy still had control of the Facebook page and 17,000 likes on his Facebook page. And I was alerted because they started posting weird passive aggressive things on the official page about karma and how, you know, people with, you know, people who betray others will get it in the end and all this weird stuff. Like, what is this about? And they had postponed the Bigfoot conference because of the current situation. And we're going to make it a virtual conference. You could watch remotely, but they yeah. weren't going to refund people's ticket money. And people were flipping out. And they were so there was this weird drama and like betrayals and backstabbing in the, in the Bigfoot community. And it's like, could there be a smaller subculture in which to have like crazy drama? Well, apparently, exotic animals is the thing. Yep, that's it. That's it. <laughs> and, and watching that, there's so many little like, like little turns that could have taken where things would have worked out completely differently. But again, it was just egos gotten away and they're like, it was who's bigger than who. And how can I pull one over this one rather than just, you know, maybe doing your job. <laughs> yeah. I've been watching uh, David Spade has a late night show now. And like, I've been watching uh, maybe the last week he's been interviewing um, people from, from, this documentary, uh, I think he had um, Jeff Lowe on there. He had um, the girl that got her, her spoilers, her arm chewed up um, several people. And it, I mean, he, like everybody else, he's fascinated with it and, and, <laughs> and just can't get enough. He's like, tell me more, tell me more, you know, it's good stuff. So especially when you're, you know, locked up, in four walls all the time now. So, but I keep hearing people say it's not that weird. If you're from where we're from in rural Southeastern Ohio, you've come across these sorts of people. <laughs> oh, it's t- like, I, I felt like I was back on my route when I was watching it. <laughs> Salad spoiled meat. <laughs> <laughs> I just fell in the mud puddle. It's fine. Just brush it off. Yeah, if anything falls out the door onto the street, you got to put it in the meat than the spoiled button. That's right. That's right. That day when you lost all your meat out here, Michael, I could, I should have, yeah. I should have gathered it up. Oh. <laughs> and that show, like, it just, it's, that's why I keep seeing these things that become so massively popular for such a short period of time and how big they blow up. It's just, it's weird you know, like that show hit at the perfect time because of all this stuff was going on. Like, I mean, it was a very welcome distraction from life. Yeah. And you want to talk about a captive audience. We have nothing else to do, but sit at home and watch Tiger King at this point. And that's, and all these people are putting out new content or free content. You know, HBO just dropped hundreds of hours of classic TV that Quibi is it Quibi, Quibi, whatever that is. That's Mm -hmm. just about to launch. You know, it's, it, there's people are recognizing, you know, we're all pulling together. We're all Americans. We're all doing our best, but there's also this weird, uh, gold rush right now to get viewers eyes. And, and cause they know it's a captive audience. Right. Even so, serious XM has gone free right now. Really? Yeah. Cause it made me mad. Cause I just paid for it. Well, everything's coming up. Michael K Easton right now. <laughs> <laughs> So you didn't have any kind of vacations planned or anything, Cliff? You weren't. Uh... 
Florida or anything. I right? mean, I I do have a trip um, booked. Uh, Alicia and I have our anniversary trip booked for the very tail end of June right now into like the first of July, which is our anniversary. So I don't I don't know what's going to happen with that yet. Is Disney still closed at the moment? They they are closed indefinitely. So we don't have any idea uh, i mean it's just speculation like anything else we have no idea when the, when the parks could open how they could open because what happened with at the parks was um right before everything kind of got turned upside down but we knew it was coming at least most of us did um they sent like an email out to all the college program kids these are kids that are um enrolled in colleges across the country but then they can, um, as a kind of like an internship, they, they come down to the parks and work. And Disney provides them with housing, um, of course, uh, a job for, there's different amounts of time you can do it. Well, they all at one time were just sent home. Like, sorry, guys, it's up. You got to get out of here. The problem being over the last, I don't know, 10, 15 years, Disney has relied so much on those college program kids because it's such a popular program that they're like a third of their workforce in the parks. So now with all those kids gone, how do you open the parks up? Because you have, you're down a third of your workforce. And when those, I I hate to say it, but when those parks open up, if they just open up one day, I mean, it's just going to be a, people are not going to stay away. No matter what they say. definitely been a weird, topsy-turvy uh, reminder of who is quote-unquote essential and what you know what jobs have to be done right now and what don't. So it's, right. it's been a, a strange uh, eye-opening, we'll say, for some people of uh, just how important some of these supposedly menial, low-level jobs really are of just keeping us up and running. Right, exactly. So, yes, yeah, I mean, as far as that goes, we have no idea. It also, like, with all this going on, it shows you, like, what you might waste your money on that you really don't need to be and what you could actually be saving your money using. And, like, just, like, all this disposable entertainment that we pay, like, I mean, there's so, there's so much stuff to watch, listen to, blah, blah, blah. Like, and all that stuff that you pay for, like, how often are you actually watching these things? Yeah. You know, even I know at my house, like, we have a ton of stuff that we could be watching right now. But I can only watch so much. You know, I can't sit there all day on the couch and do nothing but watch television. I have to get up and move. It's so weird. Everything I watch to take my mind off this reminds me of it. Because every, what did I just, oh, I watched, uh, I, I got a email, a certain email for the DC Universe app, and watched the first uh, Swamp Thing last night. And it's all about a plague, you know, a virus in a small town, you know, is, is, is a mysterious virus is killing people. I'm like, oh, come on, I can't get away from it at all. Well, that was like the other night, I was like, hey, it sounds like a good time to watch the 12 monkey series. And I'm watching it going, this is not good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, but, um, yeah, 
all this stuff that is now non-essential. Yeah, of course it's non-essential, but there's a whole lot of people whose jobs are out there to provide you for non-essential stuff. And they have to put food on the table and, and, and get their kids educated and stuff. So I don't know. It's easy to say, Oh, we need to just stop anything non-essential. Just cut it out of your life. But you know, there's people relying on that too. Mattresses, comic books, you know, exactly. <laughs> hey, actually, uh, Speaking of comic books, we had, <coughs> excuse me, we, the online comics <laughs> seemed to be working because I had a review from uh, a mate in Australia that had read some of the, some of our books. Nice. Hmm. Yeah. I mean, uh, this is our first attempt <laughs> at. At, at at using the Zoom platform, we've never used obviously, it. yeah, obviously, obviously. <laughs> we have no idea what we're doing. This is not our format. We should be doing podcasts where people cannot see us all the time. But but even us, yeah, no, I'm like I'm like I got everybody's talking about Zoom. They're people, are, kids are doing school through it, and people are are getting their only social interactions like we're doing right now through this app. I got to check it out and let's see if we can record something. And because people have to be going just bananas right now, especially, you know, we're lucky enough, Michael and I, that, you know, we have people, you know, kids and, and spouses that we're bouncing stuff off of them all day. Um, but Jordan, you, like you said, you you probably hadn't talked to anybody in a couple weeks, <laughs> which would normally be paradise. Right. Be careful what I feel like I'm in a Twilight Zone episode where like I got everything I ever wished for. <laughs> oh no, it's terrible. <laughs> That's one thing that I've noticed is there's like we're always in a rush to do stuff, and now with the sense of there's nothing urgent stuff that you'd want to do before you're not really caring that much about you're not like and just like i've talked to several artists with all this going on that they're having kind of a mental shutdown where it's like that uh was that uh flight or fear or however that damn it this meeting said something about a time limit it says running out of time we've removed the 40 40 minute time limit on your group meeting Oh, so oh, you got nice. upgrade. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks, Zoom.com. <laughs> if you'd but, like to sponsor but, a podcast. <laughs> but, but anyway, artists, they're like kind of having a mental shutdown with all this chaos that's going. They're either being very creative and producing a lot of material or they're shutting down where they're, they just can't do anything because mm-hmm. there's with, with all this, there's just too many variables to, to, kind of rationalize or think through so i at this point i forgot where my point's going to me it's the not knowing like when this first you know ohio was right on the ball with this one of the first out of the gate and they said stay at home until at least april 6th so then you could kind of plan out but we kind of guessed it would go longer now they're telling us may 1st we still don't know if that's the end of it or not but it's like you know my days are normally very structured. I know exactly, you know, Monday I work on my, uh, my, my comic orders, Tuesday, they ship Wednesday's new comic day. Like I have a set schedule for how to do things. 
and now it's just thrown into the air with no end date in sight. So it's hard to be motivated to, oh, I've got to hurry up and do all this stuff I haven't done. It's, it's like you get a week's vacation. You know how long you, you have to, to decompress. Well, I don't – am I going to – if I will I be forever decompressing like for the next six months? Yeah. Or do I have to try and squeeze all this in now? I'm to the point now where I'm like, well, I need to do this. And I'm like, well, should I do it or should I wait a few days – when I don't have anything else to do and then maybe do it then. But definitely shout out to everybody trying to stay normal. People trying to get their kids you know, homework done. Like our pal Jesse Starcher working for the unemployment office. I'm sure his days are insane right now. So yeah, I think he's that, working some overtime. Yeah, anyone that's still work, still at work, Seth working in the hospital, you know, anyone out there trying to keep the wheels turning, you know, God bless you. Yeah, yeah. Had my training gone on for another week or so, I would have been essential. <laughs> You're always essential to us, buddy. We're going to switch from illustrious to essential. <laughs> hey, Jordan, when you got up this morning, did you know what day of the week it was? I did not. <laughs> I think that's been one of the worst things of waking up and you're like, what day is it? And when you say this morning, that's a little generous. <laughs> I'm sorry, this afternoon. <laughs> that is one thing that makes no sense to me during this whole time. I don't think I have maybe one night or two have I actually slept a full eight hours. I have been up almost every morning at six o'clock or eight o'clock. If it's eight, I haven't gone to bed till two. And I just, I don't know. Evidently, I thrive on chaos. That's the only thing I can figure out. Maybe you need a better mattress, a better sleep I do, solution. <laughs> you should see the dent I have in my bed. Do you roll, I did not do you roll to the back. middle? No, it's like I'm going to go off the edge. It's like my, like the center is like nice and high. Oh, and then okay. there's like a cave for my body. Yeah, we can take care of that for you. <laughs> <laughs> do you guys take payments? Yeah, sure. We'll finance it. What the hell? <laughs> I'm surprised when I get approved for these days. <laughs> <laughs> that that was the scary thing is when uh, when I talked to you there a few weeks ago, and you you bought a new car. Um, well, you bought a new car not too long ago. And then you needed another car, so you bought another car, um, like a work car, more or less. But it's a nice car. And and you were talking about, you know, I, I was going to put this much money down, and it turns out I didn't even have to. And I was like, oh, my God, things are working out for Michael. We're all doomed. Yeah, that's what happens. The world stops when my gets together. <laughs> Here, I expected some amazing anecdote. I expected you to come out here and just have a tale to tell. I thought he surely had been sitting on, on something, some little nugget that he he's been saving up to, to put on out into the world, you know, but he he's moved on. Well, I mean, Michael's in Easton. Actually, I have been pretty calm lately. It's amazing. But there is something in the works. If I ever, like, I was just going to say, if I ever had time, obviously I have time. Now is the time. 
<laughs> well, obviously you guys know, but Ronald P. Tramp might be coming back. What? Yeah. Actually, we played your um, your little intro and outro you made. Mm-hmm. We, we we played that uh what was that like three weeks ago when, when we actually recorded some episodes not on not in the episode um but patrons we, heard it. well yeah the patrons <laughs> heard it we threw it in there and we did have some we had a, a little tweak just a little tweak on the outro oh boy so because I I told when we were listening to it I said it sounds a lot like the original it reminded me a lot of the original SoPro podcast intro and outro. Just like a bluesy guitar riff kind of a Yeah. Right. So there at the end on your outro, we need you to get Christy. Okay. <laughs> and, and she needs to say so spicy. <laughs> and that low sexy voice. Yeah. Yeah. I can dig it. <laughs> so, so now that you're not driving around the ice cream truck recording yourself doing this, these episodes, what, what's going on with that? <laughs> that's the uh, actually that's probably what I'll be working on tomorrow. Oh, um, I I did get about a good fifteen. Well, it's probably I was thinking that I have the gist recorded for the first episode, and it might like be like a to be continued. Um, like you get the other part of what was going on afterwards. Uh, I do have to get it done here soon because it's very timely with what's going on. So are you a character in it or is it Not just yet. Ronald P. Tran? Like, do it's, you, it's, do you appear as yourself? It's full on Ronald P. Tramp the whole entire time. Now there are some other characters on there. Uh, that's what I'm hoping for are multiple <laughs> conversations between multiple people. It's great talking to yourself in three different voices. It's awesome. <laughs> I hope it's a little more coherent than what we're doing right now. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, this is definitely very weird. It's, I don't know. It does feel very weird to me because when we're normally sitting in the same room, it's so easy. Yeah. But I feel it's a little forced. I'm just not used to looking in a at a camera. Well, like I said, if you've watched any of the late night shows right now, they're all adjusting and doing this same thing, like doing their comedy monologues in an empty room. <laughs> right. It, it doesn't, <laughs> it's just so awkward. Yeah. That it sounds doesn't painful. Have yeah. <laughs> but they've been good. Like it's, yeah. I, I think comedy is good when you have to overcome stuff like that. Uh, Conan, uh, Conan's show has been good. Uh, Stephen Colbert's done some interesting things. John, I think Jimmy Fallon was the first one that that did that. Yeah, yeah, it's definitely a, it's it's a different world right now. I, I'm curious to see how it goes. Um, what happens next? Do they just when it's all over? Do we just go back to the way everything is? Or I, I can't believe that something tells me you know, some some of the stuff is people are going to like. And it's going to stick around. You know, we were talking about um, Onward just came on Disney Plus today. Yeah. But there's all these movies that were in theaters available right now to watch at home, which is something we talked about like 
years ago. I think that's something that will stick around because they can charge a premium for that. Like you can, I'm sure they'll still have a theater just like, you know, comic book store and you have digital comics also. Um, you can, the people that don't want to go out can stay at home and watch the movie. I, I would say if it sticks around, it's going to be more than $20. You think it'll be well, more it than seems that? seems like those sorts of things, I don't want to be controversial, but like I feel like advancements in those things are held back by like theater owners don't want this. Mm-hmm. So these companies years ago could have been putting this into production, but to appease theater owners who aren't in the best shape right now, they're like, hey, we'll just hold back. We'll let you guys do things. And the same thing right now is happening with comics. They could easily be putting stuff out digitally and, and come up with new ways of getting books to people. But the retailers don't want that. They don't want things to change because things are precarious right now. And they need to hold back these advances just for their own good shape. So it's a definitely like a tightrope between keeping the people who sell your products happy and moving to the future to get them to the, <laughs> the actual consumer. Because there's definitely going to be uh, a sect of, of people out there that go, hey, um, don't take this away. I will pay for this. I really like this. Like you're saying, I, I, what the price point is on that, I don't know. But That's why I think it'll be like a premium service of, you know, you can watch this at home on the day it, it's available, but you're going to pay like probably about as much as you would taking four or five people to the movie theater, or you can save money and go actually go to the theater. Will it still be $5 on Tuesdays? Gosh, I hope so. <laughs> it's so weird like <clears throat> i started to watch uh some of paskey's uh trivia on facebook they they're you know the trivia that you guys go to uh see and- how how quickly like i hadn't even thought of that <laughs> we've been going to trivia every wednesday for months and my and it gets you know uh you're, you're, you get interrupted a couple of weeks and I, I've literally not even thought of it. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's, it, it's amazing what's jumped online. Like fitness online has like completely taken off where all these people are doing online classes, either live or pre-recorded. like planet fitness actually had different celebrities. I think one time it was Jerry O'Connell was, you could exercise with him, and then um, yeah, I know I butchered his name. I'm back. No, no, I just I'm just finding it funny that Jerry O'Connell is getting a, a renaissance in the, <laughs> <laughs> the or like Chris Hemsworth. He has his own exercise. I forget what it's called um, app, and he let that be free for right now. And so there's all these services that are completely going digital and some of them are free and and some people are like charging for it. It's, it's, I think we are in a very precariously time where a lot of things are going to shift different ways. But there's, there's a generation that should be fine with it. You know, like a talk show, the tonight show or late night or any of these look the same as it did in the fifties. A guy in a suit comes Mm -hmm. out tells a monologue in front of a crowd. Like, why it doesn't have to 
people on YouTube are getting millions of views looking like we do right now with our faces stuck on a little camera. Yep. And people are people get just as much entertainment that way than from a slick, glossy million dollar production. Like, who's to say that's still the right way to do it? No, who knows? I think we need to invest in Zoom. <laughs> Sounds like it. <laughs> well, they're investing in us. They just gave us free minutes. That's so. true. That's Actually, true. it was funny. Right before I came on here, I was reading an article about the FBI warning about Zoom. I watched them cut our time limit off right now. <laughs> but where people were hijacking into that sounds like a trip file. Yeah. But there was a story of some guy I like I didn't get a chance to read it all, but some guy was given his dissertation and in front of like forty people through Zoom and someone hijacked into it and was saying all this hateful stuff, so yeah, but apparently there, there's some learning experiences. Yeah, somehow I I think if you you post your people are posting their their meeting links um on on like social media and stuff and mm-hmm. then strangers pick it up and then they they're you know, they jump in in there and the, all of a sudden you got this big huge group cuz you can have up to 100 people on the format. And I, <laughs> I don't know. So we, well, I doubt that we'll be, be doing that. <laughs> well, that would be good for, like, if you want to see who your actual fan base was, like you could do a Q&A or something. I don't. Or, I, don't. <laughs> I really don't. I mean, it would definitely be chaotic. <laughs> we know who our fan base is. <laughs> we can name them all off. <laughs> Less than 10 fingers. That's true. <laughs> Although that is that's not a bad idea. We can give people some notice. Yeah. And uh, a, put a, a link up. Virtual meetup type thing. Yeah. We'll have to get Seth on board. I don't know about that, but <laughs> then we just all then you just sit there and no one comes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that does happen sometimes. So we've been uh we've been watching um the show called it's on the same channel as it pimple popper and the feet show and all that it's called thousand pound sisters have you seen this michael jeez no i was just thinking like you said pimple popper like again like something that's become popular that it's basically digging gunk out of people's skin (laughs) yeah on this show uh these two sisters combined at the beginning of the show they weighed over a thousand pounds yeah and um, they live in Kentucky, and they have like a social media following. They get their cell phone out and hold it up and post videos up on like YouTube or something. And um, anyways, they had a they had a meetup. They they were going to the doctor in Atlanta, so they had to drive from Kentucky to Atlanta. And then while they were there, they were they set up a meetup, and they were going to have with their fans. And so they set up like a little table and they've got their little markers to sign autographs and stuff like that. And a little, um, a little sign behind them. And then like, they're like, Oh, okay. It's 11 o'clock. It's time for the meetup. And then they just sat there. Oh no. And there was like nobody there forever. (laughs) And they're just sitting there like, um, do we 
stay the whole time. You know, eventually people showed up, but it was like, it was really sad. <laughs> I felt bad for yeah, I've, uh, I've done store signings at my shop, but I won't say who, but. <laughs> yeah, you haven't had one of those for a while. <laughs> So, well, Michael, have you, have you listened to very many of our episodes we've done since you've been gone? Um, occasionally I've had a chance, like when I was on the truck, it was so jumping in and jumping out. I didn't really have a whole lot of, it just was inconsistent and annoying to try to listen through a whole episode, but that um, that sounds, that sounds like our tagline inconsistent and annoying. But I will say there has been times where I've listened to episodes here and there and I got that. I, I would be laughing and, you know, and I, I, I find you guys still entertaining um, and getting that itch of, man, I, I really need to like be part of this again. Well, we, we've tried to carry on. Um, I'm not sure always how successfully we've done it, but we've tried to incorporate some new ideas into the show um, and we do patron content now for our, our patrons. And, uh, sometimes it's behind the, the scenes, audio recordings. We, you know, in between episodes and stuff, cause we always record in a, we don't meet every week. We, we usually it's every two weeks and then we try to record as much as possible. Um, usually two or three episodes, I guess anymore at a time, but, um, but we've tried, you know, a few newer ideas with that and, and we've done some special, just short little segments we put up on Patreon, um, on the Patreon page, but then we've added stuff like, um, yeah, you know me and one job and, um, what else, Jordan? We're going to be doing the crossroads. The cross, we're going to do the crossroads what is the crossroads discussing our favorite pop culture crossovers so it could be pulling them pulling them out of a box our first one's going to be the six million dollar man and the bionic woman crossover versus bigfoot yeah which i i I took the time i watched i watched it all two two hours of six million dollar man and I can't, I, I can't wait to talk about it. <laughs> I don't, I don't remember ever watching that show. Um, really? So I, the, the, it was an education. I kind of remember the bionic woman more than I do him, but I remember bits and pieces. Yeah. It, it's, it's interesting. Um, for some reason, like, <clears throat> I don't want to get too far into it, but the first hour episode um, was from season four and he's dressed very much in that, in like what I always saw, like the promotional stuff. He's got the red like jumpsuit on. Yeah. Yeah. That type of like stuff. Or something. Right. But something happened in season five. Because in, but the episodes I watched from season five, he has like this pencil thin mustache, and he's dressed completely differently. His shirt's open, so he's got his 
bare chest hanging out, and I'm like, something has changed here. <laughs> He's rocking that 70s. Yeah, which was... <laughs> it was weird, because I thought... I don't know, I just thought... I think it was 77 to 78, maybe, or 79. But I was like, he looks more 70s in the later episodes that I watched than the beginning episodes that I watched, so... It was like the Wonder Woman show, didn't it? Like the first season was like set during World War II and then it jumped to like modern time. Yeah, like nobody was ever going to notice. <laughs> so yeah, so we have that. That's a new a new show idea that we're going to do. Um, we, we've done a few episodes of Kapow Theater um, recently and bringing back the old uh, Running the Asylum uh, shows that we did instead of doing YouTube, we did an audio format. So, which, Seth, but you don't get to see Jordan Lowe dance. That is my favorite thing from that. <laughs> you know, speaking of that, um, this Jay and Silent Bob reboot. Yeah. Movie is currently available on Amazon Prime for uh, for Prime members. I was it, like, I was wondering what the hell was going on with that. Like, I don't remember it ever actually coming out. Did it like actually come out to the theaters? They did. I, I'm, there was some limited release, and they did like a road show where they would go to different towns, like as a tour date, and they would have cast members there, and they'd do a Q and A and show the movie. But I, I, yeah, I don't know that it ever did a wide release whatsoever. But it's not like I knew about the roadshow, but I, I remember reading something like it was amazing the amount of money they were making from doing the roadshow versus like doing like a wider release. <clears throat> well, I have to say, I started to watch it one night and I, I that, don't, do don't break my heart. Couldn't do it. <laughs> as as much as I I love Clerks and Mallrats and and those movies, they've just progressively gotten worse for me, and I could not get like a half hour into this thing, and I was like, I'm done. Uh, that was the same with me for Super Super Troopers. Like when they did that, all, did all that fun or. Um kickstarter or whatever they did and raised all that money and did super troopers too it was horrible i could, i still haven't watched it all to this day well jordan what else you got um not a whole lot <laughs> <laughs> i haven't been keeping real detailed notes because i knew we weren't recording anything yeah i haven't either I don't, this was very impromptu but i was just bored out of my mind has anyone actually shaved the last two weeks? Shaved um, the beard down. Yeah. That. My hair. You can't. Alicia actually, like, trimmed up my hair because it was so long. I, I like, it's still really long here on the sides. Like, I've kind of, like, got it combed back because it's over my, like, it is it's bad. It's driving me crazy. That's, that's what I'm really. That's one of the things I'm really looking forward to is like six months from now when no one has had a haircut <laughs> the entire year. The whole world. It's gonna be like the talk about the '70s, man. We're gonna just let it all go. 
yeah yeah but yes yeah, that's stuff you don't think about like i've i've seen several posts of people like i need a haircut it's the truth i saw a uh a post a day or two ago that said um it said in six to eight weeks 88 percent of all blondes will uh, cease to be <laughs> on the earth <laughs> So yeah, it just depends on uh, how long this thing, how how long it goes. So, I did I did watch a movie the other night. Um, it was on FX. It was that movie Mother. Exclamation oh, point. Yeah. With Jennifer Lawrence. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm sure Seth has seen it. It's a kind of an indie movie. Darren Aronofsky, the guy who did Pie and Requiem for a Dream. I I, I watched it and was confused by it for one thing or why it was ever on tv to begin with but apparently they released it wide did a whole marketing thing because it's jennifer lawrence one of the biggest movie stars and they marketed it like a horror movie about a a, a young mother being tormented and like that's not what it is and it got one of the you know there's the cinema score it got an f from audiences because everyone who went to see it thinking it was a horror movie and a Jennifer Lawrence movie hated it, but it's like a strange parable, and the whole thing's very dreamlike, and there's weird logic to it, and it's her uh, and uh, and her husband. Aren't aren't the characters called like mother and woman and man? Yeah, there's, nobody has a nobody has a name in it, and like a guest comes to their house, and then like they start inviting people and. She's like, well, you can't have more people in the house. And it just gets weirder and weirder and builds and builds and builds. And I, I thought it was pretty powerful, even though I can't exactly ex- explain why. But I had this whole thing because her husband, uh, Javier Bardem, is a poet. And she's a much younger woman as the wife. She's like his muse. And I'm watching it. And I'm like, oh, so it's about art. And it's about, you know, what, you know using other people to generate art and and I'm putting all these threads together. And then after I watch it, I go, and apparently the director had just come out and said, no, here's what it's about. The director has specifically explained, here's what all the metaphors are. Here's what it was about. And here's this, this. like, Oh, okay. I guess, I guess I watched the movie wrong, but okay. <laughs> but yeah, it's, it's definitely a more terrible and it's very biblical and it's about climate change and what we're doing to the earth and all this stuff is what the director says. But whatever you get out of it is, but yeah, the last 15 to 20 minutes are some of the craziest stuff I've ever seen. And it's, I don't know if I can recommend it because it's very weird and it's not, it's not a horror movie for sure. But I, for some reason, FX is playing it. So it, it could be on a, a, check your local listings if you want to try it. Speaking of F- FX, that was another thing I got to watch was the, American Horror Story 1984 mm. season. Did either of you watch any of that? Yeah, never watched any mm. of the American Horror Story. I loved it. If anyone is a fan of any of the cheesy 80s like horror movies, like they hit every horror trope like you could imagine and they were they incorporated it all into one seamless story. I mean, it and they even like purposely did some cheesy acting. <laughs> At least I'm assuming it was like, it just seemed like some of the characters were like really trying to like come off as cheesy. Like it, it was, I was impressed with it. I, I thoroughly enjoyed it. Who Who's in it. Don't, don't 
like every season's different and they have different uh, actors on that show, right? Well, they usually they have like a group of actors that appear in almost every season somehow one way. Some seasons will uh, go like towards one actor like uh, Emma Roberts. I think she's been in every season for at least the last eight maybe or more. Um, she plays like the damsel in distress. The I don't really remember the oh um, uh, Carrie Fisher's daughter's in it. She's been in the last couple seasons of American Horror Story. Um, do you guys trying to think what her name is? Uh, is it Billy? Maybe Billy. Billy oh, Lord. Billy, I, Billy Lord. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, she's in it, and she was in uh, the Apocalypse season. That was a good season. But, yeah, it just, like, they were able to work in scenes that remind you of Jason, scenes that remind you of Freddy, like, just all that campy horror stuff of the 80s. Like, it, they did a really good job of it. Well, you had told me after I watched Tiger King, because then I was searching for something else, which nothing else compares. But you had told me to watch that Evil Genius series yes. it's like a mini series on netflix so i watched it and it was good for you know it's very true con- true crime-ish but i felt uh, like you would have enjoyed it more had you watched it before Tiger King. definitely <laughs> yeah definitely it does like they're just horrible people in it you know they're psychopaths definitely that's, that's- they don't have the the showmanship that that joe exotic has but that one took place in Erie, Pennsylvania. Yeah, pretty which, close to home. <laughs> and here's a fun fact. That was my very first Comic-Con that I ever attended on my own as an artist was in Erie, Pennsylvania. Oh, it wasn't in 2003, was it? Uh, gosh. Nah, <laughs> maybe 2005. Oh, okay. It was after the uh, the bombing then, or the bomber. Yeah. <laughs> I had never heard it like I've like in the last couple of years I'd heard about that, but that was just completely insane. Yeah. I didn't know anything about it. It's about a, um, uh, a guy that robs a bank in Erie, Pennsylvania. And he comes in real casual, like, but he has this device around his neck, a collar with a bomb attached to it. And he's got like this t-shirt draped over him and he's carrying a, a cane that's actually like a shotgun. And he robs the bank. Well, they catch him. Well, oddly enough, they said like he was like walking like Charlie Chaplin or something. Yeah, he was like swinging it around as he left. He, he like gets a, gets a sucker, you know, the bowl of suckers, the dum-dums uh, that are always at the bank. He like gets one of those, puts them in his, as he's robbing the bank. He hands the teller a letter. So he strolls out. And they get him, uh, the cops come in and, and like get him across the street at a McDonald's, outside of a McDonald's. Yeah, they surround him pretty fast. Yeah, and so he's in the street, they have him handcuffed, and he's got this bomb around, this device around him. And they're, and they're explaining, you know, every time a, a, a bank robbery, robbery like something like this happens, it's always like a, it's a fake bomb. 
Yeah, like they didn't believe it was real at all. But it turns out this was a real bomb, and it shows the footage of him sitting in the street, cops surrounding him, and he's like yelling at the cops. He's like, you got to get this thing off of me. And it ends up detonating, killing him. And then there's this whole crazy backstory of who put it on him and uh, the trials. And this reporter kind of picks it up and is, is writing, um, communicating with, with people that are in jail already about this thing. It, it's crazy. So you can, you can spoil it. Are there any tigers involved? Disappoint. See, that's what part of the reason why I was disappointed. There's no tiger. There's no tigers. There's no gay polygamist gun-toting guys um, married to straight men, and, and throughout the whole thing. So there is a very ferocious evil woman in it. <laughs> yes, there is. She was crazy. And she might have killed her lover as well. Or various no, lovers. Actually, yeah, bar- yeah, yeah, yeah. More than one. Yeah, she, yeah, she killed her husband too. So, a couple of them. So I did watch that, um, but uh, yeah, I, I, I don't know. I haven't. I've been watching some old movies on Disney Plus. Watched The Rocketeer the other day, um, and and mainly stuff like that. Uh, we watch a lot of YouTube. Every you know, we're in Ohio here, so every. Uh, like Monday through Friday, we have a two o'clock standing appointment. My wife works for the state. So we have, you know, people are calling it wine with the wine or snacking with Acton or different various <laughs> things. But we get our, our daily update um, press conference from the governor. And uh, I'll tell you, it's usually like informative. It and is. People yeah. will ask him questions and he says, either here's the answer or I'm not real sure. Let me get back to you on that. Or we'll look into it. And like the next day he'll have an announcement about it. It's, it's crazy to have functioning state government. It's, <laughs> it really it's is. And, and this is however over in West Virginia, hmm. things are a little different. <laughs> no, it, you guys just seem, um, about two or three days behind, like whatever we station, we moved to two or three days later, you guys, tend to do the same thing oh well, it was funny when i was up in clarksburg and all of ohio was shut down mm-hmm. i go to the planet fitness packed. people everywhere like up there it just didn't like didn't act like it even existed two days later complete shutdown <laughs> yeah yeah i was trying to tell some people at my employer that like it's it's coming it's going to happen we're going to be shut down and they were just like yeah we'll see i don't maybe in ohio but west virginia is not going to do anything and i was like it's going to be this way everywhere and they were just like well we'll see yeah it was a little bit of a disadvantage Uh, my last day open was a monday and i was supposed to get new comics that next tuesday and they announced Whenever you get your comics, go ahead and sell them. Because usually you have to wait till Wednesday for the street date. But they knew different states were closing at different times. So they said, as soon as you get your comics, put them on sale. But I was closed on Tuesday. But I still had to go I still had to go track down my package from UPS, which is a long story. But uh, the comic shops in West Virginia were not closed. So I had a few loyal customers I saw popping up on their Facebook page. Oh, hold me a Batman. Hold me an X-Men. I was like, hey. 
You see where loyalty goes. Right. Yeah. <laughs> They'll hop the river for a comic if I'm close. Oh. I did get to have a Tron marathon the other day. I watched all like the watched Tron and then watched Tron Uprising and then finished it off with Tron Legacy. Oh, so you watched the animated cartoon? Yeah. Yeah. That I heard that was good. Yeah, it was really good. Um, but what's stupid about the cartoon is it should have ended one episode prior and it would have completely fit into Legacy because the it showed how Tron gets cured and all this other stuff. And it was like they were trying to turn him to um, Clue's side, but they save him. And I'm like, if that just would have... Like, if he just would have switched sides right there, that would have completely, perfectly played into Legacy. So, did it start a new story and then it was done? Yeah, well, it's it, the very next episode. Yeah, it was the very next episode. It was basically showing that Tron has inspired other programs to create an uprising. So, it was like at the very end they were actually standing up towards clue and his army and and then it just ended there because they didn't renew it obviously right i think there were plans really to or yeah or, original well, there was plans for a tron 3 too <laughs> yeah well now that we're we're getting that that new roller coaster in florida that the the one they have over in um shanghai yes they're, they're, I mean, it's well under construction. Um, maybe now that that'll become popular over here, maybe I'm, it wouldn't surprise me a bit to see something else pop up. Well, there's yeah. an Avatar roller coaster, and I hadn't hurried those movies on yet. Hey, those movies are coming. They're working on them. <laughs> oh, speaking of, um, actually, this has nothing to do with any of that stuff, but. Cool. Uh, segues. Stargirl. Stargirl's coming out on CW and it's again hitting at the right spot because these shows are shut down where they they're not gonna some no. of them might not even finish their seasons out where it'll start in May, right when all this other stuff's ending. Yeah, apparently the Walking Dead only had like two more episodes to air, but they didn't have the final one finished. It was still in the editing special effects stage. So, like, they're going to air nine of the ten episodes, and then, like, well, we'll share the finale at some point. So it's like, I, we don't even know when you'll get the end of the story. That's kind of weird, because I would think if, if they filmed it and they're in post-production, it would be... That it was close, but they've had to start, like, farming it out and letting people work from home doing the final, you know, special effects mm-hmm. shots and stuff. Because I'm assuming it's a big battle, that it's a lot of, you know, effects work, but it just wasn't completely done when... You know, California is one of the first to just shut everything down. Right. Michael, did you see... Uh, I'm going to show you my microphone here. I did see this. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. That was a patron gift. That's sweet. <laughs> just think about, if everyone's getting $1,200, just what's $1 out of 1200 that's true. That's true. Look toward the patron of your favorite podcast. I mean, that's twelve dollars a year. That you know, 
you could give to us. I, and I can't and, do the math on that as far as percentages, but it's only a small percentage of your twelve hundred dollars. I didn't know if you can buy a McDonald's cheeseburger for a dollar anymore. <laughs> Probably not. So yeah, it'll it, uh, that money you know it goes right into Michael's uh, bank account. <laughs> <laughs> I have a running total. <laughs> I'd really love to get that switched. <laughs> <laughs> so we we actually um, I I think we're gonna we're gonna. I may have told you this. We were talking about taking that money and uh, putting it into equipment. Um, not probably just an, uh, for what we have. It'll go into getting another uh, a microphone, like one of one of these types of microphones. Um, because when we do have normally when we have a guest on the show, um, we have these these are Audio Technica mics. And they're uh, XLR mics that go into our board, but we only have three of them. We each have we each purchase one, and then we need one more for that guest because what we're doing is we're using old USB mics, and then it's USB mics, man. You we it, it, see that, that that actually brings it all around full circle because that's when I checked out was like. Oh, we're buying new mics. I'll see you guys. <laughs> yeah, every time we have to get one out of a box somewhere and like try to get it to work with everything else, and it never works. It's always you like just a, immediately cringe as you're pulling it out. I do because and every time I'm like, oh, I'll use this mic, and then we're like two hours trying to get it to work, and we're all just sitting there like, God, how did we do this for like three years? Because we oh, would have had never... a lot. Go ahead. Finish your thought. <laughs> I was gonna say we would have had a lot more episodes if we didn't have to spend two or three hours trying to get all the equipment to work <laughs> with each other. All this. Yeah, wasted a lot of time. Yeah. That's that's. We for never sure. congratulated our pals at the Dueling Ogres for hitting two hundred episodes. They just put out their two hundredth. Yep. And I found it odd they had some special guests on there. So it was it was it was Remington and Brandon, the main hosts. Chad, who's been a guest host on there a while, and Bucky showed up. Which he was promoting his like his Instagram is Bucky the Blacksmith and everything they call him Bucky. I thought lest we forget, Michael, you gave him that nickname. <laughs> I did. Like it, you coined the term Bucky that has now, that's his whole life. He is now Bucky forever. He owes all I mean, his fame to this show. That's right. He was working at a gas station. He loved Captain America. The guy that was working with him was named Steve and he was in the army. Come on. <laughs> you just connected the dots. That's what I do, man. Yeah, it, it, it were, is. They, it were, is. They, they had the same uh relationship that we always did like he's the punch like they punched down at bucky and are like really mean to him and he's just like okay guys whatever <laughs> i did just see bucky, bucky the other day did you yeah did, saw did him he, in the store did he uh did he tell you he was on the dueling ogres to episode 200 he might have mentioned something like that yeah. so always remember bucky who gave you your big break <laughs> This guy. <laughs> well, uh, um, anything else? 
I'm hungry. All right, let's let Michael uh, go get something to eat. Getting some so. vegetarian chili, huh? Yeah, baby. There we go. There it is. It only took an hour and a half, but there it was. Weird sound effects. <laughs> I just had to find my groove. So uh, before we before we sign off, um, how does this work for everybody? I mean, it works great for me. Should we, should we try this again? I don't know how else to do it. We can't meet face to face, right? Jesse, you you tell us when you get a moment. Uh, you tell us what to you know. Is this a viable thing? Do you prefer watching us? Are we going to put the video up? Oh dear. Are we? I don't care. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know about you, that. Gents. Uh, we have the audio. We're definitely we'll we'll I'll get the audio going together into an episode. And if we'll you put think that the out. video adds something then whatever. Yeah, I, I don't know. We'll 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 see what happens. So I mean, you could definitely if you do the video, you could definitely put it on YouTube or whatever. Right, yeah. We could do that. I mean, we have such great YouTube content out there, so <laughs> Hey guys, sweet Vin is our most recent comment. <laughs> was that another one of the? Was it spam or was that an actual person who commented? It was not an actual person. Oh, I I looked. It, it said like Tim, two, so I clicked on the page and like I don't think he had any actual videos, but he had like three other pages like Tim one and Tim two and Tim three, and I was like, what what is this? <laughs> Disappoint me, Tim. Yeah, Unless you're a real person, then then you're my favorite. You're my favorite <laughs> of the Tims. <laughs> so, all so right. yeah, this was an experiment. We're just testing in Zoom and and testing your patience. <laughs> all the listeners are just testing your patience. Um, when we come back, we'll have some like categories like you normally do, or some actual. Yeah, we'll know, plan it out a little bit next time. Yeah, so we'll, we'll try to have a little more of a uh, of a plan. Uh, we 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 may and have Seth here. We may not. We may Michael. You're welcome back at yep. any point. We Listeners we have we have room on my screen for four boxes. Whoa. <laughs> cool. All right. Well, we hope you are out there staying safe. We hope you are taking it seriously and doing what you can to flatten the curve. Uh, wishing you no, like you said, flaccid the curve. Go ahead and sign out, Michael. <laughs> Guys, you know you love it. As always, I remain the illustrious Michael K. Easton. My name is Jordan Lowe. And I'm Cliff Barnes. Goodbye forever. Kapow! The Pop Cultured Podcast is intended for entertainment and information purposes only. Sounds, music, and clips played during the podcast are property of copyright holders. All original content is property of www.udamwithkpp.com. If you enjoyed this podcast, please subscribe and leave a comment. Kapow! The Pop Cultured Podcast is available on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Podbean, Spotify, and wherever podcasts can be found. You can connect with us through social media on Facebook, YouTube, at the Kapow Podcast on Twitter, or email the show kapow the pop cultured podcast at gmail.com if you really want to go the extra mile please sign up to be a patron through the podbean app or our website www.udamwithkpp.com 
To receive special content and early access to some episodes, we are grateful to anyone that chooses to contribute, but please know that most of our content will always remain free, so please continue to like, comment, and share. Alright, we'll see what we can do. Yeah, that was something. It was something. It's content, baby. (laughs) Alright, Michael, go eat your dinner. And um, I'll be here. So if you guys get bored, just let me, just message me or whatever, and we can always try again, uh, you know, whenever. So, all right. All right. See you later. Peace and chicken grease.